We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Just a little bit of this. Some cool gems, man. <laughs> we had a couple of cool guys in uh, in wrestling this week. One being Shane McMahon with this little ditty. Some cool gems, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, who could forget Michael Cole? Uh, stomping grounds. What was his one-liner? Oh, God, what was it? Uh, oh, it's time to kick ass and take names at Stomping Ground. Yeah. Woo! You need to get, get that thing lined up for next week. Yeah, I mean, you got a couple... Take badass, cool summer bros. Yeah, look at Shane. One more time. Some cool jams, man. Some cool jams, man. He, he, he's the guy that comes up to the star... The star guitars, like he'll come up to. Uh, who's the star guitars nowadays? Do they still exist? No, Jeff. The rock star's dead. Okay, well he would come up to Drake after Drake's <laughs> performance and hit you with one of these. Some cool jams, man. It's cool jams, man. No, that's what, he does that. He did that to Jason Mraz 15 years <laughs> ago. Some cool jams, man. It's cool jams, man. Maybe even. Oh, no, no, no. After the uh, Dead and Company show, he goes up to John Mayer and he says, Some cool jams, man! It's cool jams, man. Uh, oh, man, Shane. Uh, Dead and Company's gonna be in town this week. Really? Not in town, but in state, Fort Collins, I think. Well. Some cool jams, man! Those would be some cool jams, man. Yeah. Are you going? No, uh, my, my company works every every year, but like to get there you have to carpool. It's unpaid carpool and it's just, it's just a pain in the ass. Okay. So have you been to one before? A Dead & Company show? No. Huh. Or not to my knowledge. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm getting emotional. Got a little frog in the throat. Yeah, a little froggy. Um... No, I don't think I've been to Dead and Company with Mayor, but I feel like I've heard him. I don't know, maybe, maybe someone else is covering them or something. Some China Cat Sunflower? Oh, yeah. You'd be like... Some cool jams, man! <laughs> some, some rambling Rose? Some cool jams, man! 
Brown eyed girl. Some James, man. <laughs> uh, we might have to. I might have to start the show with a little dead. Oh yeah, so, that, that would be too bad. It is the summer. It's a classic summer band. It's cool jams, man. It's it is some cool jams, man. Some you can fucking take your shoes off and kick off them Birkenstocks. Yeah, kick off the Birkenstocks and get your toes a little dirty in the grass while you drink a ginger beer. <laughs> so, uh, what do you do? What'd you do today? What's been going on? Today I've just been getting. I, I'm at a boiling point, literally, because it is June twenty seventh, and if I put my hand to the goddamn heater in my apartment, I'm still feeling heat. Didn't it snow recently? Yeah, sure. But I mean, that that lasts like ten minutes. Yeah, I mean that's that's not what I meant. But I just thought that was astonishing. Oh yeah, it's the latest snow we've had. But I mean, still, I'm pissed off. I'm I'm about to call my landlord and rip open an asshole. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's nobody you can call. I mean, how's this? How is this a thing? Heat, heat in June, almost July. I mean. Like I say, it's never been this long before. I don't know if they forgot to turn it off like a bunch of boners or what, but... And, like, nobody else in your building's complaining? If they are, I haven't seen it. I've seen a lot of air conditioning running, but... So right, so right now both are running, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the seasonal wars, man. Yeah, so what what temp is your apartment at? Let's see what the thermostat says. 78. Are you serious? It's been running for 36 hours now. Oh my god. It's a hot hot one today, Eric, so it could keep up. I don't even know how you do this, man. I, I would not be able to handle this. Is this apartment like? Is it cheap for that area or no? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So you're getting the cheap. You're getting the, the all the cheap vibes. Yeah, all the cheap vibes. Summer heat. That's complimentary. Well, actually, no. You gotta pay for it, but. Yeah, you better. You're gonna have to make a call, dude. Yeah. Oh, I will. I, I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow. There you go. How about you? What you do today? A little worky. Uh, just a little worky poo. Came home and slammed a uh, a butch's white baby. Oh man! You know how those go. Yes, sir. Fucking butch's white. That sounds delicious. Oh, it was, man. You, I've been getting, I've been doing the butch's sausage because you know, I mean, the original sausage also delicious. Yeah. Um, but. They they usually run a sale at the Kroger at the K Roger for the Butch's White, so I hit that up. We didn't you feel told like me the Butch's White is cheaper than the original. Yeah, a lot of the times, a lot of times it's on sale for five ninety nine. Wow. Which is not a bad deal for a uh, gourmet frozen za. Not at all, dude. <laughs> if that's, that's what you want to call that's it, that's a steal. Yeah, I mean the home run ins here, like they're on sale usually seven ninety nine for just the cheese. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty par for the course. 
Are uh, frozen pizza prices higher in Denver than Peoria? No. Uh, usually a home run in. That's that's my normal pay-per-view pizza is a home run in sausage supreme. Seven ninety nine. <laughs> what kind of crust do you like? Do they, oh, yeah, they do have the option of hand-tossed or thin. I always go hand-tossed. Thin crust is a cracker. Yeah, there's like a super thin. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But the original hand-tossed, whatever, they claim it's hand-tossed, but it's frozen. That's the one pizza that will fill... The one frozen pizza that will fill you up. I dare you to eat a full fucking home run in hand-tossed. Are you talking about eating the whole thing? Hey, you can try. You oh. gotta get full after half of it. So what's your normal, about four slices? Yeah. Yeah. About half, maybe five. Yeah, I usually go five for a frozen za. But, but I mean, five with a home run in, they'll fill you up. If you, if you have five on a tombstone, that's a snack. Yeah, I mean, you can if you go with a real thin frozen za, you could eat the whole thing. I mean, we've all seen it, we've all done it. For sure. I remember at one time I ate an entire bag of... Uh, of nacho cheese Doritos. What do you mean, the big bag? Just, like, not the family size, but your normal size. Yeah. Gone. Just In one sitting? Yep. Oh, man. Yep. It's not something I'm proud of, but I've done it. <laughs> I'm not really ashamed of it either, you know? I mean, no one wants to admit they ate ten cans of ravioli. <laughs> I did it. Uh, but besides that, not much. Didn't feel like cooking, so we we got the pizza. Um, Jeff, there's some local wrestling going on in Peoria, so I got to inform the listeners here. This oh, do it. Yeah, this Saturday, um, which would be June 29th, Midwest Impact Pro is running a show uh, at the Brooks Auction House in Bartonville, Illinois. Just down the road. Just down the road off of Washington Street. 50, let's see, 5901 South Washington Street. Doors at 630, Bell at 7. Uh, Friend of the show and former guest Sensei Bach is going to be taking on Tracy Smothers. Tracy um, Smothers? Yep. Is he part of uh, Midwest Impact? I don't know. I know he. I know he does shows with them, but that's a classic name that's been around forever. <clears throat> I don't know the a ton of history on him, but I've right. seen that name a bunch. So that that's your main event. I don't know. Possibly. The oh, okay. yeah. I don't know much about the uh, card. They just slowly released it like a couple days ago. Sensei had made a post and uh, didn't know the opponent at that point, but it's been announced as Tracy. Actually, he commented on one of our Instagram posts and filled me in on that one. Uh, nice. And then I went back and looked, and they have a couple more. Like Kamala Jr. is supposed to is going to be there. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so it should be it should be really cool. I've never been. I have no idea what this Brooks Auction House is, so it should be cool little cool little thing we'll go to on Saturday. All right, dude. Yeah, actually, and then tomorrow I ended up, uh, we're going to a dinner with friends, but there's a Twista show, a.k.a. Twista told him, right? Twista told him, yeah. 
all formerly known as Tongue Twista from Chicago. Yeah, there's a Twista show in Peoria on Friday night. Where's that at? Down by Bradley? Yeah, I think it's actually at... Uh, I think it's at Country Club Barbecue. Really? I think so. Like the old, uh, or, you know, where Cam's used to be. Oh, Cam's on Barbington? Yeah. Yes, sir, I know it. It's, uh, Country Club Barbecue now, and I think that's where it is. Yep, Country Club, yep, that's where it is. Oh, and Crunchy Black. God damn. Maybe this will be one of those classic shows that doesn't start until, like, three hours later. And I can just, I'll just show up at like 1 a.m. and it'll be perfect. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, check it out after your plans, man. Yeah, Twista, Crunchy Black, and then uh, Blaze B from Peoria. I don't know if you remember him. The name sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. He was at the, did you go with us at the Common Show at the Fieldhouse? You're damn right I did. Yeah. And he was the one that got on stage and rapped with him? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real good show. That's a great show. So yeah, if you got any local hip hop fans, we got Twist and Crunchy Black of Three Six Mafia fame in Peoria. That's Friday night, twenty dollars. Holy shit! Yep, <laughs> that should be an interesting one for sure. That's a weekend, man. You got Twister and the <laughs> yeah. There you go, the wrestling show. Uh, so let's talk about some wrestling, Jeff. Shall we? Let's stomp. Let's stomp. Or, yeah, we need to stomp for sure. Uh, should we start with stomping grounds? Might as well. Uh, I thought this show overall was decent. I thought uh, I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. Let's say that. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of different aspects of this show that it could easily be poo-pooed upon. But overall, like, no match was absolutely god-awful. But, uh, like, no match stood out, like, insanely either. All matches were pretty damn good. Yeah, like we talked about, the New Day uh, versus Zayn and KO was was our favorite match, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the crowd was most hyped for it. Big E was bringing that meat through the ropes. Oh, man. When Big E comes off those ropes, I know we've talked about it. But, my God, that man is fast. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of muscle coming through, man. And it's, it, it is quick. I think him and Daniel Bryan are the fastest rope runners in the biz. <laughs> Little hamsters, huh? Yeah. You, you ever notice how fast that hamster gets going once that wheel starts turning? He slings off that rope hardcore. Oh, he goes so fast. I feel like Rock used to sling off the ropes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, no, it was just a great match. Like, KO's heel work is always spot on. Like, he's just taunting Big E, doing New Day chants. While Z- like, the first part of the match, Xavier was getting killed, you know. Like, uh, Big E was waiting to get in there, you know. Yeah, they're trying to do a little hot tag. Yeah, a little hot tag, and Xavier's just getting killed, and KO's just doing the New Day chant right in front of his face, and <laughs> cheap shot. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Uh, Woods was kind of over in his area, and 
KO was on the apron. He hits him with the cheap shot. And then he just immediately holds up the little rope, you know, they use for tag teams that you have to be holding on to to catch the tag. The tag rope. Yeah, he just holds up the tag rope to the ref just to, just to let him know he's got it. <laughs> it's just... It's just amazing, man. Same thing with Zayn. It was, it was, and then like New Day, you know, you know they're gonna be money. Like every match they have, especially pay per views. Yeah. So that that uh, was a good one. And, and it finished off with a stunner. Yep. Never a bad thing. Never a bad thing. No. Like so, if you have a stunner, you gotta have the three count, in my opinion. When they kick out of any stunner, I don't care if it's Stone Cold or KO. You gotta keep him down for three. It's yeah. a stunner. Yeah, it's a stunner, man. You you toast. Uh, so that that's the match of the night for me. Uh, they, they kicked it off with Lacey and Becky. Yep. Which I don't know. I think you you hated it more than I did. Obviously, Lacey screwed up that uh, the little in the corner kick spot. Yeah. That we all saw. But I didn't think it was a terrible match, but... I mean, Lacey clearly still isn't title worthy. She's still... No. Rusty in the ring. She doesn't work well. Uh, like you had texted me during the match, Becky was clearly getting frustrated. Oh, yeah. Ever since uh, that one spot I was just talking about in the corner where she's going to hit her with the back kick and Lacey yeah, wasn't she there. Had, she had a pump fake. Yeah, Lacey wasn't there, so she kind of pump fakes and tries it again. Lacey's still not there. It was just horrible. Um, the crowd got on her real quick. Oh, yeah, there was the Lacey sucks chant. Uh, you can't wrestle, I believe, made an appearance. Really? Yeah. Which... I don't know. She's got a long way to go, but I, I I guarantee you she could be good. You know what I mean? She's got everything. She's definitely athletic. Yeah. It's, I mean, just, it's just, just not they're, there they're yet. They're microwaving an opponent for Becky, man. I don't think she's ready to have this long feud with Becky that she has. Yeah. No, she's not for sure. Well, apparently they've decided that as well since she tapped out and literally... I mean, it was the quickest tap out I've ever seen in my life. It, it was, the, to her credit, it was like the third time that uh, Becky got the submission in. Yeah, so that's true. lifestyle, I can see, like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, it was a quick tap, but yeah, that's true. But it, yeah, even the announcers, like, made an emphasis to announce how quick it was, so definitely doesn't look good for Lacey. Um, Ricochet won the U.S. title. That was a good match. That, yeah, that was the upset. Yep. We we didn't do too hot on our podcast predictions. This pay-per-view is one of our worst ones yet. Did I get any right? Yeah, you got a couple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and update those predictions. Let's do it. So, yeah. Stomping grounds. I got four of the nine matches right. You got three of the nine matches right. Ugh. So what's uh, our what's our overall standings there? You and I have a total of one seventeen matches. Uh, guest, I have seventy two correct. You have sixty eight correct. 
So you're pulling ahead by four now. Oh yeah, it's a slight slight edge, but you you see how quickly these come back. Oh yeah. But yeah, we did not. We we were just wrong all over the place, including in a triple threat for the cruiserweight title on the pre-show. Yeah, we both got them wrong, and we picked yeah. two different people. Yeah, I picked uh, Nice to retain, and you picked Azawa, and uh, Lord knows who ended up winning it, but it wasn't either of those two. <laughs> it was uh, Gulak. Oh yeah, Drew Gulak. That's right. I, which I always want to call him Drew Gulash. <laughs> I, I'm down for a name change on him if we can change it to Goulash. Oh, yeah. The Goulash. Uh, the heavy machinery uh, match was pretty cool. There was a... They did this suplex where they passed... They You know, they did a vertical... Uh, delayed delayed Yeah, the delayed vertical, and then they passed it... You know, Tucker passed it to Otis, or vice versa, I can't remember. But that was badass. Yeah, it, it really was. And it, it was such a clean pass-off. Oh, it was great. It was definitely professional. Uh, this one got kind of poo-pooed by the crowd. There's a lot of dumb chants. Which the crowd did a lot of that in this pay-per-view. It was a small crowd. Yeah. And a small marquee crowd, too. I think that's what was the problem. But Like, and, you, like you pointed out uh, during the pay-per-view, the... They didn't sell out the arena. This is in Tacoma, Washington, which isn't necessarily a hub. No. Yeah. The reports were were only 6,000. No way. That's what I heard. Well, that's why you could hear every damn chant then. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> the Alexa Bailey match, the, the one part I did like was when... Alexa, like, threw uh, Bailey into the corner and then, like, runs up to her like she's going to do, like, a stinger splash or something, like, to that effect. You know, a classic corner move. Yeah. And then, a stinger splash. Yeah. You remember that one. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even watch WCW, and I know that move. Oh, I loved it, man. But anyway, she runs up like she's going to do something like that and then just stops and slaps her in the face. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's... I was that's down with that. Hardcore. Bailey took it well, too. It was a clean slap. It was real clean. I was um, cool with that. I gotta give Alexa Bliss some props. Her wrestling game is getting better. It's not, it's not great. But, I mean, after watching the Lacey-Becky match, this, this match was appreciated. Yeah, she's getting better. I actually don't mind her, uh, the Twisted Bliss. Is that just like a, a corkscrew type move? Corkscrew DDT slamish type move? No, it's like when the opponent's laying flat on their bla- on their backs. It's like a, it looks like a no-handed cartwheel off the top rope. Oh, so it's an aerial move. Yeah, you know what I'm talking. Like if you saw, you know what I'm talking about. It. Like I said, it looks like imagine. Oh, some- yeah, yeah. Where she she kind of ragdolls herself and does a little. Yeah, just imagine uh, a, uh, a a no-handed car wheel off the top rope. Totally. I don't mind that one. She also did something where she was, like, hanging on the top rope and Bailey was at her feet and she just stood on her and smashed her face in. Like, not the classic one where you hold it down, but she was, like, jumping on the face. It was pretty good. Hell yeah. Uh, side note on Alexis, 
WWE, uh, the network launched a 365 on there from last year. Oh, yeah. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I put it on when I fell asleep Sunday or Monday night. It's all right. I mean, she was... Was she, like, injured most of the year or something? Yeah. She's had a lot of concussion issues. and She's going to be one of those people, unfortunately. Yeah. And she was talking a lot about her past because she had, like, uh, bulimia and dyslexia or something some along those lines. So that, that uh, whole feud that she had with Naya about bullying really was sentimental to her at some point. Like, it's Those things are weird how they give you a little peek behind the curtain, but they're still kind of living that kayfabe lifestyle. Yeah. Well, WWE's always, the yeah, they've always struggled with that. Yeah. They know the audience wants more, but they don't know how much they want to give us. Oh, I want so much more. But they show Gorilla. They show they always show the Gorilla position, which I forget who I was, who I was listening to that brought this up. It's a great point. Like, that should be the one sacred thing. You know what I mean? We should never see that area. Well, they fucked that up. Yep. <laughs> The, I don't know why Gorilla's sacred, but, I mean, if that's the one sacred zone, then, yeah, you already fucked that up, WWE. I think, it should, I think it should be. You know, that's where that's where all, everything goes down, you know? Yeah. But uh, Anything special from D-Bag versus Roman? No, like we talked about, it was it played out like, like it always would. It was so classic. It really was. It was nothing. I mean, they're, they're great wrestlers, but... Yeah. No, yeah, it was a solid match, but it was just nothing we haven't seen before. <clears throat> and then we had the steel cage for the WWE Championship. Yep. Which, besides the ending, we thought was kind of par for the course as well. Yeah, there's no huge aerial moves or anything. Nope. But the ending, probably one of the best escapes I've seen... Out of a steel cage match. Yeah, like we talked about, it's like what you think, why wouldn't they always do, you know, it's like when you're a kid and you're thinking like, oh, just jump out of there. Just fucking run over there and jump over him. Yeah. <laughs> and he finally did it. Somebody finally did it. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that, I thought the ending was super cool. Oh yeah, is the, is the, is the second best ending of the night apart from the stutter. Yeah, and it was a straight suicide dive. Like, it looked like it hurt. It just jumped out of that motherfucker. Yeah, he went straight on his back. You could see it. They they played that shit slow-mo on the replay. It actually played slow-mo through the landing for once. Oh, yeah. They always they always go right to full speed when the contact happens. Yep. Boom! And then we have the uh, special guest referee... Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins. And we still do not know who the referee is. And then it ends up being Lacey Evans and Sweet Jesus. Yep, they bring, they finally bring the, so let's just, let's have a little conversation about Becky, Becky, Becky and Seth. Uh, television relationship so it was my always opinion it was my opinion that you 
either go full, you go all in on it, or you just don't ever talk about it. At least one or the other. And they were, of course, dipping their toes in at first, and it was really annoying. They'd just have them, like, walk past each other and give each other a look, or show them at some stupid award ceremony. Show a picture of them kissing or something dumb. So, that was my original complaint, so at first I'm like, okay, at least they're making it a thing. Like, they're gonna bring this to television in the right way. Uh, and like, actually put it in a storyline. And then we started thinking that they probably should have just never done it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Which, cause Becky was the man, she don't need no fucking man, she was the man. Yeah. The man doesn't need a fucking man. No, so this hurts Becky, I don't know what it does for Seth, but it definitely hurts Becky. Becky was on fire. And I then- would argue it hurts both of them. Oh, I'm sh- yeah, I think I think it does too, but it, it hurts Becky more. Don't you think? Oh, totally, yeah. Because she had a lot of steam, and I don't know what happened, but it's cooling off, and now you do this to her? It's cooling off because you put her in a goddamn feud with Lacey Evans. I know we can't go down the Charlotte well again, but come on. So you put her in a feud with Lacey Evans, and then... Then you start, like like you said, they, they start giving these looks and shit, dipping their toes. Yeah. And now they put Lacey Evans as the goddamn special guest referee, and it comes to the forefront. Because who's, who's fucking saving the day when Lacey Evans is pulling some shit as referee and screwing Seth out every way possible? Yeah, this classic ridiculous screw job going on. And Cole says... <laughs> The fix is in. Yeah, Cole, it is, you son of a bitch. You got it. Yep, you got that one correct. The fix is in. So yeah, Becky comes out. And I was cool with Becky uh, to defend Seth. And Becky's beating Lacey Evans' ass. And I thought that was fine. I'm cool with that. But then they kind of do this thing where they kind of sit on the apron and look cute together and it's just whack as shit like uh, it's too much celebration just, you can tell they didn't want to like fucking make it too intimate like they didn't want to kiss or anything so they're just awkwardly hugging in the ring they didn't know what to do that's what I mean it's just it's not for Becky man it's, it really isn't that's the problem you got the wrong girl this was a badass motherfucker this was the man it's like taking Charlotte Imagine doing it in Charlotte. Like, how yeah. weird would that look? Super weird. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't look like that type in her wrestling character. No. Which her and Andrade must just be fucking in Jamaica or something, because they're gone. Bye bye. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they're, 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 they're dipping their toes into something else. Yeah, they're fucking out of here. Uh, so. Yeah, overall, I don't, I, I'm, like I said, at least they made it part of the storyline, because just doing this backstage shit was really annoying, but, end of the day, they should have never done it. I'll dig further on this when we get into Raw, because immediately on Raw, well, let's, 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 let's give the pay-per-view and overall stars real quick. Stars for the pay-per-view. Okay, I'll go, out of a... A five boot ranking. 
five boots. I'll give it. Let's see. New Day KO really good. New Day versus Zane KO really good. Heavy Machinery had some spots. Alexa match wasn't bad. Everything wasn't like you said. Everything wasn't bad. Kofi wasn't bad. Um. Ricochet that was cool. That was a good match and a cool finish. I'm gonna give it three boots. Three boots. Yeah. As far for the course, I would go slightly less, just because the pay per view needs more more highlight moments, more more moments where like someone who went there is like, oh, you remember that one spot, blah blah blah. You, you don't really have that besides Kofi jumping out of the cage. Yeah, or maybe close second Ricochet. Yeah, but that's about it. Okay, so that's that's stomping grounds. Let's hope it's the last one. So did you give it? Did you give it a boot or no? Oh, did I not? I'm sorry. Two and a half boots. I think maybe you did. I don't know. Two and a half boots, slightly <laughs> under what you give it. Okay. So yeah, transition to Raw and tell us about how this gets started with Seth. So we get to uh, Raw where Seth is out here running his mouth. Shit, where are my goddamn notes? I don't remember what he was talking about. That's a radio page flipping. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Got out of that page flipping. Hold on. Hold on one second here. Oops. As far as that page flipping, though. Some cool jams, man. Cool jams, man. Good. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> so Seth Rollins just come out here talking some shit. If you have thyroid eye disease, and your eyes feel like they're getting kicked in the backside, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions, the lightning round. Here we go, Carol. How can people compare the best credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Should you pay off debt or save for retirement? Turn to the nerds. One more. Should I listen to my father-in-law's advice on mortgage lenders? Turn to the nerds. You win! Confetti is literally falling from the sky. I'm going to put my winnings in a two-year CD. That would be prudent, Carol. From helpful tools to expert guidance. For all your money questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. NMLS ID number 1617539. And then uh, Becky decides to join him, and I'm like, oh, Christ. That wasn't a one-off in the pay-per-view. Oh, no. We're going into the next pay-per-view. That's the first thing I thought. I didn't think that. I thought they were just <laughs> fucking killing time like they always do on Raw. <laughs> but this gets interrupted by uh, Lacey Evans running in and trying to attack Becky, I believe. Yep. And gets thwarted. Corbin comes out. He's all they're, they're both thwarted. Becky and Becky and her man are standing tall. Corbin and Lacey make some uh, some gender jokes. Yep. And then proceed to tell him that uh, we we challenge you to a mixed tag match. At, at Extreme Rules. Why is it at Extreme Rules? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing extreme about it. Nothing extreme about that. 
And uh, Becky's like, all right, but if we win, you're fucking done. Over. Vince Carter. <laughs> and then Lacey's like, all right. After converting with Baron, doing a little whispering, like, all right. But both of your titles are on the line in winner take all. So what we got is a mixed tag team match at Extreme Rules. Lacey and Baron versus Seth and Becky. Raw title on the line. Universal title on the line. And here's where I'm going to get serious. Uh-oh. I already put 110% of the fucking blame if anything should happen to this title on Seth Rollins. What do you mean? Seth, that? I'm talking directly to you. Do not fuck this up. Oh, they're not going to... There's no... Well, I don't know. That would be crazy. That'd be a crazy swerve if Barrett and Lacey won. It could be how it happens. Yeah, Becky's for sure. Not lose both titles on her own accord. Yeah, it would definitely heat things up. If they really want to go with the Seth and Becky thing, it might be the way to go. But yeah, Seth, don't fuck this up for Becky, because I know Becky will, will hold her own. She's a fucking man. She is the man. Uh, yeah, this was... Yeah, the promo was ridiculous. Baron told... Uh, Becky to go go home and make the man, or told Seth to go home and put on an apron and make the man a sandwich. Yeah, as if it's 1990. <laughs> it was classic uh, Corbin heel work. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, so they already, the, so basically you got three weeks till Extreme Rules. It looks like they don't want what happened to Stomping Grounds to happen. Which was not a lot of build, you know. Everything happened real late, so they're oh, just yeah. they're just dishing out matches on this Raw and SmackDown. Just up oh, there's, there's a match. That's a good point, but I mean, you know how I feel about that. Yeah. So they're just they're dishing them out. Nope. There's a match. Here's a match. Um, Everyone's getting the match. Yeah. One thing I wanted to talk about was the elimination matches and the two out of three falls matches that are running wild oh right i love when you can tell wwe just had an idea and like okay we're all in yeah well i read uh did you read about the commercial thing what's that so like vince uh all of a sudden doesn't want to do commercials during matches so like his idea was the two out of three falls which is crazy. Like, you're just going to make every match two out of three falls so you can take a break in between falls? Oh, uh, because of mandatory commercials? Yeah, why, why, like, wouldn't you just do rounds? I mean... But then, I yeah, guess... It's really taking the pull away from the two out of three falls, even though in wrestling, basically 95% of those matches go to three falls. Oh, yeah. Re- want the shit completely spoiled by the fact that you know there's a commercial coming up yeah I mean wrestling always goes to game 7 we know this and then, then what happens during the commercials as far as live entertainment they just sit there in the dark well in Smackdown uh, I forget which match it was I think it was Elias and Miz yeah cause Elias during the break when it came back uh, before they started up the second uh, fall match 
Elias and uh, Shane were just like conversing, you know, like a boxer would with his training coach or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they tried that tech, but I know what you mean. Like, what the hell, when you're live, what does that mean when you're live? You're just watching them stand around? I don't know, man. I, I did notice Phillip say, this This match will resume after this. I'm like, that's not your normal sign-off. Yeah, I guess some people it bothers, but I never really cared. I mean, I know they're just going to be doing headlocks and shit during the commercial break anyway. That's what you see when you're live. That's true. Sometimes you get some action. But, I don't know. I know JR was always a... He always hated that. The uh, commercial break during the match, but I don't know. I just always hate the announcer sign-offs. Yeah. (laughs) This match continues! God damn it, Cole. So, it's yeah. always in that same tone. Like you, you can hear you. You don't even have to be watching the match. You can hear it. I'm like, oh, there's a commercial coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like even if they don't say it, like, what will Big E do next? Yep. Yeah. About that tone. Yeah, you know the tone. Uh, what else from Raw? That's, did that's you- interesting though. So this is going to be a lot of two out of three falls, or well, can we I, go back to short matches. That's what I mean. Like. Is that his only tactic? Because that seems kind of weird. Unless you just changed every match to best two out of three falls, but then that would get really boring. Is that also why lately they've been doing entrances before commercials? Or is that just a shitty segue? I don't know. I just read that he decided he didn't like commercials during matches. So this was his. this is one of his things. But like, you can't just run it over and over again, can you? I don't think so, no. I mean, we, we had two on SmackDown. Yeah, that's that's absurd. You should have, like, one every three months. So, I, I, I understand what he's saying, and I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I don't know if that's the answer. Like, a, a, a real sport, basically the, the theory is a real sport wouldn't cut to commercials during action. The only sport okay. that does it is, like, you know, NASCAR does it, but they split the screen. And that's, yeah. a, that's a different thing, because you know how races are. It could, yeah. it could go a long time without any action. Well, wrestling will split the screens. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why not just do that all the time? Just split the screen. They, they, they've dabbled, and they're still dabbling. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's another thing they're going to try. Uh, so we had uh, Miz TV. This is one of my favorite spots. Oh yeah, that was a good one. With our uh, truth. Oh no, uh, actually, I didn't see this. Yeah, tell me about Miz TV. I didn't get this. Our truth was just laying on some humor, some about uh, constipation and uh, consummation. Just a little, little wordplay humor okay. Drake Maverick came out and interrupted it he's like you ruined my wedding me and my wife didn't even get to consummate our marriage <laughs> and Archer's like hey I, I got something that helped you with that you got constipation right Fiber will help you with that classic R-Truth yep 
No, Drake's playing this off good. Uh, they end up having a uh, 24-7 championship match, Eric. I, I question whether this was uh, something that could happen with this title, and it has happened for the first time. I thought Elias had a match for it. He might have later? No, I mean like weeks ago. Oh, an actual match? I thought so. Could be wrong. But go ahead. It was Drake versus uh, Truth? Yeah. Okay, how'd Uh, that that go? Two seconds. (laughs) Okay. But they they took the time to say that... uh, no one can come in and interfere. Miz was getting word from the back. Because everyone just has power to fucking be messenger now. So Miz was getting word from the back that this match is sanctioned and no one can interfere. No one else can steal the title during this match. And the match is five seconds long. And uh, Truth retains. Yep. Okay, because I saw... Uh... They must have had two segments with this title then, because I saw something that was... It was supposed to be Mojo Raleigh versus Heath Slater. Yeah, yeah, that was later on in the evening. Yeah, and I was like, why the hell are they... Why is this on the Hulu cut? This is this is a pure Illinois house show material. <laughs> and uh, it never the match never started. It just turned into a 24-7 title thing. Yeah. I think Heath... I think Heath won it, then Truth won it, then EC3 won it, and then Truth won it again. I think. Uh, Cedric Alexander won it from our Truth. Oh, yeah. I was so kinda... you're right. Slater, then Truth, Alexander, EC3, then Truth again. Okay. And Cole, with his best work yet, giving me a stat at the beginning of the night and then throughout the night that our Truth is already a nine time 24 7 champion. Okay. He, he was seven time at the beginning of the night. It's Truth's title, man. It is. He's the man. Uh, they announced. Oh. They announced Roman and Undertaker. Oh, oh, forgot about Taker, Jeff. Oh yeah, that's that's the other star from Raw. We gotta talk about Undertaker. We actually got a surprise Undertaker visit, which is nice. A straight swerve. Not a fucking Undertaker's on Raw next week. Yeah, let's pump it for five fucking days ahead and lose all the fucking surprise. Yeah. So that was pretty... And, and also, let's talk about this. Uh, so Under, Undertaker basically... I'm sure everybody saw it. Undertaker basically comes in to save Roman Reigns from a Shane McMahon, D-Mac beatdown. Long story short. And I'll tell you what, we got to give props, we got to give credit where credit's due. Shane McMahon got up for that choke slam. Yeah, he did. He got real up. That was a, that was a, he made Undertaker look big again. If that's why he's wearing his sneakers, to jump a little higher for that choke slam, I'll I'll allow it. Yeah. (laughs) That is true. That's the best those sneakers have ever done. No, man, I, I I was real shocked, and I, I was down for it. I think it's just, uh, it has to be just that Undertaker was so salty about that Goldberg match that he had to just come come back, right? Oh, yeah, that was the first thing I thought, is, like, this is makeup for the Goldberg. Like, 
Taker doesn't want to let you. He's like, I ain't going out like that. that. Huh? He's he's like, I ain't going out like that, bruh. No, hell no. Ain't gonna happen. And it, it was, I mean, it was cool, man. Like I said, it was a fucking surprise, finally. Shane got up. Chokeslam looked good. My, my buddy Donna Badgers was arguing that um, Taker's doing this to set up a farewell match because he's never had a farewell match. And I argued that uh, you don't consider Taker versus Roman a farewell match. You know? Oh, yeah. That, to me, was the that was the match. I mean, he's like he kept wrestling after that, but I mean that was only for that was that's the cash grab wrestling man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was up to me, and obviously I'm just a fan, but that would have been the last Taker match. But then again, like I said, this was cool, and you can't blame a guy for getting some more paychecks. Everything about it was cool, man. Yeah, I wonder so. Did they announce... Oh, yeah, they did announce this match, right? Yeah, on on SmackDown, they announced that this will be a tag match for Extreme Rules. Yeah, Roman and Taker versus D-Mac and Shane. Which, that just... I mean, why is he coming back at Extreme Rules? That just tells you that he just he's just like, nah, brah, about Goldberg. Like, he can't even handle it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he, he's the type... He's always been the type of wrestler where that shit will eat him up. He, he can't have it. He's way too professional. Yeah. So this is a good idea. A tag match is a great idea. He just comes in and does his signature stuff. It's perfect. And then the the uh, main event, AJ versus Ricochet, was a really good match, I thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Good Brothers came out to, to mess around, but AJ sent some packing. Uh, Ricochet no. did it. What'd you say? Earlier in the night, I don't know if you saw this on the Hulu Cup, but they had a little backstage interaction again. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Okay. Yeah, so we so don't. I don't. I don't know what their relationship is, but it's definitely on a collision course again. Yeah, yeah. Right now, we can't. The audience can't really tell if it's. Uh, you know, they're kind of challenging each other. Like AJ was like. You know, you guys, you lost your last match, and you guys have been shit, and then they basically told him to make sure he wins versus uh, Ricochet, and they're kind of challenging each other. But, Eric, how many times have we seen in the past AJ try and boost the Good Brothers, and then they just come out and fucking lose again, and then we just don't hear from them for a month? Yeah. Like, I'm real scared that this is just a fucking bandage. Yeah, it could be. Or, like you said, if they go, if they all go heel, that could be okay. If they all go heel, I'm down for it. AJ's... I, I miss it, heel AJ. Yeah. And the Good Brothers, I think, are better heels. Oh, for sure. Yeah, as, as faces, like, they are completely forgettable. Uh, nothing against them. They're great wrestlers, but... They're just two bald guys with goatees. Yeah, and huge biker tats. And huge biker tats. I mean, it's badass to some, but <laughs> to the grand majority, it's, it's low card. Gallows has a, a, a biker skull tat on the left <laughs> bicep. I've seen it. I'm aware. It's big, as, it's big enough to fill your back, Jeff. 
yeah, it's much it, bigger it, than you think. Get up be, close on that thing. It would be a back piece for you. This fucking thing is two feet long. <laughs> I don't. His arm is enormous. Oh yeah, he's got some guns, buddy. But no, I, um, the main event, like we we talked about, it was a great match. He had some uh, issues with the ending. Yeah, I, I would have preferred a schmaz like a like AJ doesn't win clean. And Ricochet, do, you know, I mean, like, I, I I, didn't expect, basically, I didn't expect Ricochet to win clean over AJ. That's ridiculous. AJ's got way too much clout in the biz. Yeah. Uh, so I'm cool. I mean, I just wish AJ, basically, I wish AJ wouldn't have won clean. You know, maybe the good brothers come in and fuck something up or something happens. But AJ went over clean. Which, your point, that you said that uh, with AJ's clout, that makes sense. Which I, I can t- I can agree with that for sure. It wasn't a travesty, let's just say that. But I would I would prefer a, a dusty finish. I feel you. It's Rick- I mean, Ricochet's still getting a hell of a push. You gotta admit that. Oh, yeah. It was like a-, a hell of a push. Oh, yeah. It was a great match. He did a springboard moonsault, like Jericho style. You know, oh, yeah. the I, I'm, not, I'm not saying the push is undeserved. The kid's got talent, and it, like it's it's perfect for this era of wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. He he. Yeah, Ricochet is this era. That's what people like. Yeah. The high athleticism, lots of flippies. Um, Anything else here uh, from Raw? Uh, I don't think so. There was a ricochet was real shaky. I think what we've learned about ricochet is the mic work is super shaky. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one thing he struggles with. He had a little interview with Charlie, and it was it was rocky. I didn't pay much mind to it. Uh, was it rocky? Was he? Yeah, he, he's just real nervous. Like it's just not his thing. Which he's the kind of guy who has enough in ring to ignore that and get by yeah kind of like uh shelton benjamin but much better oh totally you know what i mean like shelton is really good in ring but that was always his crux and this i think ricochet has enough ooh and ahs in him that it probably doesn't matter Shelton Benjamin was ahead of his time. Like, he was wrestling like he does nowadays and like most people do nowadays back in 2003. Oh, yeah. Shelton Benjamin's the man. Let's not get it. What does Stephen A. always say? Let's not get it confused. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, him and Charlie Haas, if they existed nowadays, which didn't they try and bring that back? I don't know. I thought, they, I thought I remember them trying to do that like two, three years ago. But him and Charlie Haas, that that tag team wrestling, it didn't really fit in in the mid-2000s, but nowadays it would be fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, I agree with your take that the Ricochet, that AJ winning clean over Ricochet is not that big of a deal. Even though he just became champ, AJ's got that kind of clout where everybody should understand that. Yeah, I'm still used to Ricochet being champ because, I mean, surprised me that he got one by Samoa Joe. The yeah. Samoan. <laughs> yeah. 
This was another bad one too, as far as attendance, thirty five hundred. I don't know if you again, no- again in Washington. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed how weird the crowd was here, but you could tell it was very small. I didn't even get the city, I, Washington State. I don't know if they were addressing the college or they just went somewhere in the state of Washington. Yeah, it was another. Wa- yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, that was. I mean, about- what are you gonna do? It's the middle of summer, and you're not putting out the best product. Nope. Oh, we should mention real quick that uh, today's breaking news, Paul Heyman has taken over booking for Raw. I don't remember the official titles, but we'll talk in old man terms. <laughs> old, old wrestling terms, and we'll say that uh, Paul Heyman's taking over booking on Raw, and Eric Bischoff is taking over booking on SmackDown. Both reporting to Vince, so we got the old, the old three here. The big three. Yeah. Which they need to do something, so it's worth a shot. I don't know if bringing in the old guys is the answer, but maybe it is. I don't know. I, I think it is just because from what era they were. Like, they they were all around the Attitude Era, and they all know how to attract people in that glitzy, glamoury fashion, you know? Yeah, well, they have, like I said, they have to try something. Right now, it's all the nerds are talking about AEW. Uh, which is like, they're, I mean, you know how annoying wrestling fans are, it's just like, it, right now AEW could do no wrong in the internet yeah. community. Yeah. No no wrong, bro. They're the Christ of wrestling. They're the Jesus Christ of wrestling, and uh, everything they do is perfect, and they're just, everybody's getting worked by a new company, which I understand is cool. Oh, speaking of AEW, Fighter Fest is this weekend, uh, Saturday night, so I'm not going to watch it because I'll be at the live show. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Fighter Fest is free on Bleacher Report. If if you want, check that out. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, it's free, dude. Check it out. Jim Ross is going to be on the call. Hell yeah. I'll have to... You say Bleacher Report? Yeah, Wolf... I'm sure you just go to Bleacher Report Live and sign in or whatever, but Wolf did it and it was easy, I guess. Nice. But yeah, do that. I'd probably set it up an hour before hand or so because that thing's going to be crazy who knows if it'll shut down or what'll happen i feel you yeah i'll I'll check it out like you said it wasn't good on the ps4 though right oh yeah no it wasn't okay that's an issue (laughs) well you could just pull it up on a on your computer your ipad or something i mean just to check it out yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot somehow. I mean, you don't have to pay for it, so who cares? Hell yeah. Uh, before we move into SmackDown, I just want to... I realized this last week we haven't given any love to the fans lately because we still have some loyal listeners, Vince McMahon and Seth Rollins included. So I just want to... Do you have your sound meter, Eric? Yeah, I got it. Let's give a thank you and a round of applause for the for the audience who's still listening. Thank you, guys. And a, a big thank you to our guests that we've been having because they've been boosting the ratings. Oh, for sure. The people are listening. That's good. It's not a, it's not a lot of people, but it's some people. Yeah. So that's good. Um. So yeah, we are running long, Jeff. So what? What? 
have we not talked about? We talked about two out of three, which was one of my big takes from SmackDown because we got a lot of two out of threes. Yep. So oh, that, you know what we haven't talked about? Uh, yeah, one. I I think so. The Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one I definitely wanted to get to before we get out of here. Um, as I pointed out on the Instagram page, we had Ramblin' Ri- R- Ramblin' Rabbit. <laughs> In the back of, uh, I think that was, what was that? Carmella, Mandy, and Sonya in the backstage? I think so. Yeah, he's just in the back chilling. And you're thinking, what the hell is he doing? And then Jeff uh, pointed out to me, where'd you say the other guys were? So, the other two characters were on Raw. I didn't catch them. My buddy Steve caught them. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> Shout out Steve. Stephen the good eyes. Well, actually, Stephen the internet, because the internet is who caught this, really. But, uh, Abby the witch can be found lurking behind a corner when Miz is walking backstage. And Mercy the buzzard pops out, uh, I think, when one of the New Day are just chilling in an interview or something backstage as well. Ramblin' Rabbit was the most mobile, though. He... He had some room to dance. Yeah, he was hilarious. He was bopping around back there. And, <laughs> and then uh, as, soon as, our, as soon as the scene changed to, like, our truth he just popped down behind the thing. He was gone, just like that. Yep. And uh, I think our original prediction of Aleister Black is going to be true. This is my guess. I'm sticking with it. Uh, he did another one of his little promos in the room, and he kept talking about you know, basically, who's going to be his challenger type of deal. Yeah. And then someone knocks on the door. And uh, Bray's been saying this whole time, just let me in. You know. So, I'm excited for this. Oh, it's like the key in the lock. That's what I'm saying, man. Let me in. It's got to be Bray. So, I don't know when... I don't know. There was no Firefly Funhouse this week. Nope. So I think that this thing's about to cut loose. Maybe maybe Jeff wanted another week of puppetry. I want more puppets. <laughs> so, I want them popping up all over the place. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. There might be more puppetry and we're not mad at that. But I'm ready for this thing to cut loose for sure. Anything else from SmackDown? Um, they announced, or they added, so there was a Dolph versus Kofi, another Dolph-Kofi match, two out of three falls. If Dolph wins, he's added to the Kofi versus Joe match at Extreme Rules. And Kofi won. So Why, why, why did Kofi and Joe have a match? Yeah, that's another thing that's kind of interesting. So on Raw, I think it was on Raw, uh, Joe just attacked Kofi from behind randomly. And then and that's all you have to do to get a match? That's what I mean, man. They're, there's only three weeks until... I think they got real scared by that low attendance and stomping grounds, and now they're just flushing out matches. Like, oh, there you go. Kofi versus Joe. Okay. So yeah, the storytelling is lacking, so maybe Bischoff and... Uh, Maybe Bischoff and Heyman are going to save the day, man. I hope so. Hell yeah. I'm back! (laughs) 
Other than that, oh, Carmella, real quick, uh, or not Carmella, uh, Sonya and Mandy had a weird moment. Did you catch this? Where they touched, or Sonya, like, caressed Mandy's hair. No. I don't know if we're looking at the first, well, I don't know, it might not be the first, but I, I don't know if we're looking at a, uh, a, uh, lesbian couple in WWE. Oh, wow. You think they'd go there? Yeah, I don't know either, but it was weird, man. If 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 you're ever bored, it is interesting. Go back and look at the end. It was Ember Moon versus Sonya Deville. Uh, Sonya wins, and then it gets a little weird. They look into each other's eyes. Sonya like caresses Mandy's hair, and then they hold hands out of there. Which the holding hands isn't weird. They do that all the time. Yeah. But, but the hair thing, it'll make you think. It was it was strange. That's interesting. Uh, really quick, uh, Nikki Cross oh, made yeah. up for fucking up uh, Alexa's match at Stomping Grounds. She got herself a match on SmackDown with Bailey. Alexa Bliss is in Japan because Raw is going to be in Japan next week. Yep. So Nikki Cross is taking on her solo, and the, the announcers just keep talking about how nervous Alexa Bliss is. You're playing with house money. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you, uh, yeah. Nikki Cross shows up strong in this match, takes down Bailey, and now Alexa Bliss and Bailey have a match at Extreme Rules. Title yep. match. Yep, that's a key point we forgot. Also on SmackDown, uh, Finn Balor versus Shinsuke feud was teased. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very small tease. So you can look forward to that. And then, also, there was an eight-man tag match. Sammy, Zayn, KO, Rowan, and Daniel Bryan versus Big E, Xavier Woods, and Heavy Machinery. Yep. And uh, the only thing I got out of this is Heavy Machinery was featured for sure. That was the point of the match. So they're getting a spotlight, which I like. I like those boys. Yeah, they deserve it. Yeah. So I, th- I think that was about it for me. Yeah, SmackDown wasn't terrible. No. We got some bright spots this week. We got we got matches already, but like you said, WWE's just probably nervous, so they're gonna have matches. Just need to take them. Yep. And we'll see when Eric and Paul take over. We'll see how this goes. Like we talked about, I don't know if this is like... I don't know. The announcement made it seem like it's legit. They're bookers. They're backstage. But they could be on screen as well. They've both done that, so that's not out of the question. So we'll see that. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know if they take over next week or when, but that'll be interesting for sure. Hell yeah. Well, dude, enjoy, uh... Enjoy the wrestling this weekend. Hell yeah. Yeah, Brooks Auction House in Bartonville, Illinois. Midwest Impact Pro. You can check out Sensei Bach versus Tracy Smothers. 7 Saturday. PM, Saturday, 7 p.m. bell time. You can look at our Instagram page if you forget. We got the info there. All right, brother. Hell yeah. And like Jeff said, thanks to anybody who's listening again. Appreciate it. And we'll... uh See you next week. We'll send you out with some of these right here. What Shane likes to call. Some cool jams, man. Some cool jams, man. Night, night.
night night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. We'll get back to your music shortly. But first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to eighty percent. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's one hundred percent free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.